making Patty happy, you know. He's my friend, and he's hated the last couple of years. So we thought we'd do a podcast together. We'd talk about things, not often the weather. We'd talk about our feelings, that's not what men often do. But we're not like normal men. In fact, I'm not even comfortable saying that I am a man in some ways, although identity is complex. But that's not what the show's about at all. That really won't feature in the show. The show's about Patty's mental health and his friend Johnny. And every week we're gonna do a new um, theme tune. And this is just episode one of the new series, Making Patty Happy, Making Patty Happy. Making Patty Happy and then I brought everything. It's all very heavy. I know. Why did you bring this heavy stand? Because it's the mic stand. It's the only thing we have to offer. Oh, okay, fine. Hello, and welcome to a new series of Johnny and the Baptist present Johnny and the Baptist in... Making Paddy happy. What do you think of the new theme tune? I uh, I don't know what it is yet. Oh, you haven't heard it? No. Well, right. I've I, I've made some music. I'm going to send it to you. You're going to do some lyrics, and then we're going to make a new theme song every week until we decide on one. Well, people will get might get people to vote. Yes, we could get we could get audience feedback live and happening. Hello. Hi. Um, so that was the theme tune for the new this episode only, and yeah. also for the page. So welcome to the show. If you've never heard it before, this mm. is the fourth season, fifth, um, and all the fifth. Who yep. cares? Um, I mean, it's not, it's not like ER. No. It's a podcast. Uh, <laughs> it's, the, it's it's our West Wing. Yeah, exactly. It's it's it's. I haven't seen it. What West Wing? Oh, it's very good. No, I know everyone always says it is, but I've, I've well, got... I don't know. I've changed my mind on it. Have you? Years. Well, I used to think it was brilliant, but then it's very much about um, American politics, written by a, a sort of Gen X, uh, deeply liberal, quite sort of really quite a conservative liberal Aaron, Alan, Alan Sorkin Alan, Alan Sorkin Aaron Sorkin's brother Alan yeah. um, and now re-watching it as a as a radical socialist mm. as my politics have progressed since I was 20 when I first saw it I am now like oh this is like this is just pandering to the absolute bullshit middle yeah like okay. it's it, like it is a lot of it a lot of it it's is it's no Ozark it's no Ozark I've not seen Ozark I have and it's not political you've, <laughs> so you've now seen a lot more things than we me. have got off the topic before we've started it's a podcast about mental health and um um every week um I Johnny and my friend Paddy sat yeah. to my right here. Take it in turns to have a breakdown. Yeah, and we discuss it. The reason we started the show was during the pandemic. Um, Paddy, you had a complete. Uh, well, you had a. You had a. What? How would you describe it? Um, a, a shattering. Yes, and I thought it'd be a good idea for us to sit and chat. Yes. Every day for ten minutes. Yes, it was to smart try, to try and get you back into the world. Yes, and uh, we did that four days a week, yeah. Monday to Thursday, and it didn't work. And. It- <laughs> It's had no impact. None whatsoever. <laughs> anyway, we now do it weekly. So, for the next 13 weeks, we're going to be doing this series. We're going to be talking about... 13 weeks? Yeah, until the end of June. That's ages away. Well, I'm timing it with the fact that we're on tour at the moment. How many of those 13 episodes do you think we'll do? I think nine. <laughs> yeah, right. Nine, I think, is a good target. <laughs> um, so, we'll be talking about mental health, and we'll be trying to have a bit of fun as well. We'll also be talking about the tour that we're doing, because yes. we're, we're on the road. Um and it's just a nice thing for us to do. I hope you enjoy listening to it, share it with your friends. And then if you would like to support us financially... Which would be um, the correct. 
correct. Uh, we do a second episode every week, yeah. uh, which isn't free. No. Um, is for our Patreon supporters. So yes. if you support us with £5 a month, you get that episode and other things like free tickets and... Yeah. Uh, Gubbins. Kisses. Kisses and the kisses and things. <laughs> uh, yes. But yeah, Sorkin, there's a lot of episodes, I've looked back on the West Wing now, and there's a lot of episodes where there are American Democrats going, it's actually okay to not want to pay too much tax. Oh, okay. And I sort of think, yeah, yeah, actually, it's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit pathetic. Like, it's it's well written, but it's a bit, like, embarrassing. That, what happens like, in the other wings? The East Wing. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, that's Norwich. Sort of, sort of a crash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, the West, I don't know. Is I've never, I've never given it any thought. Well, okay. That's good. That's good to know. Maybe that's, maybe that's something we should look into. Okay. Well, write in, send your letters to <laughs> Send your letters to, to us. Um, this one's also, this is an interesting way to start because of course, as Johnny said, this started in the pandemic and so it's always been over. Don't wave at them. Well, I was just, I was just, I was stretching my hand. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who does that? I Actually, do I do idea. that as yeah. well. Um, we started this and it's always been over Zoom. It has, whereas today we're in the same room. Yes, which I find very disconcerting. Well, we're going to be doing more of that this time because we're going to be doing it on the road. So last night we did a show in Stafford. I don't know if you've been to Stafford. Yeah. Um, Gem of the Midlands? Yeah, it's sort of the west of the Midlands. It's sort of, yeah. Heart of of Staffordshire. Heart of Staffordshire. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Oatcakes, pottery. Oatcakes and pottery. Terriers. Staffordshire Bull Terriers. And they've got that cheese. No, they don't. No, they don't. No, we but I suggested that, that they. And most places have a cheese. Yeah. Apparently, Stafford does no, it not. doesn't. No. So last night we were in Stafford. Yes. Um, you had a very entertaining journey. <sighs> so yesterday, Paddy. Yes. Uh, was meant to get a train to Stafford from London. And I did. Yes. In in a way. And what happened two hours into the journey? Okay, so two hours into the journey, um, we were leaving Rougely. Rougely, which you've learned how to pronounce. I've learned how to pronounce that very recently. R-U-G-E-L-E-Y, those of you who are taking notes. Is that correct? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Good of you to know. I didn't. I thought I had an S in it. Ruggersly. Rougely. Do you want me to look it up? Well, I no, I don't, I don't want you to look at your phone because that's a, that's a huge problem gone. for the podcast. Um, yeah, so I got two hours in and it was all going as fine as a journey could possibly go on a, on a northwestern train. And, uh, and then there was a fire by the tracks and, uh, <laughs> uh, and that, was, that was entertaining briefly. And then they did an emergency stop that was so um, emergency and stopping that uh, it brought down all the electrical cables onto the train, shutting down the power and setting fire to the top and sides of the train. Yeah. Um, um, and uh, and luckily, no one was very bothered by the huge banging and fire, and we all just sat there and went, "Oh, bloody trains!" Eh? Yeah, well, you were used to that. And then uh, and then the the lady in charge walked through the carriage, shouting, "Stay calm!" <laughs> A lot, um, and everyone was like, "Yeah, no, we are." And she said this would be dealt with very quickly. And then uh, three hours later, they were still trying to find what they described as a non-conductive ladder. Which is a wooden ladder. A wooden ladder, it turns <laughs> out, because if you have the conductive lag- ladder, it's live. Yeah. Um, and that's a problem. So we had 15 police officers and the fire department and about probably 20 people from Network Rail just walking around the train trying to isolate the power. But we weren't allowed out and we all had to squeeze into two carriages because the other ones were apparently deadly. Um, but then they were Worked out an hour in, they put us in the wrong two carriages. So we all then moved very calmly. Um, but we all knew what was going on. Um, you gave your sandwich away to somebody who was hyperglycemic. Yes, I did, which I'm, I'm proud of from a moral standpoint. But, also... but my tummy was very upset with me. Um, and uh, and so I arrived. At the... Eventually, they were they got us off the train. Did they cut? The... Did they have to cut you out? 
of the train, or did the doors open? Oh, like a laser. Yeah, I've always assumed that. That's no, what it was just was... out a door. Well, we knew that you could just get out the door because um, about ten minutes into us being stopped, whilst the fire was still going, a guy who was stood in the vestibule with his bike went, "Ah, fuck this!" and he pulled the emergency thing, opened the door, jumped out with his bike, and just cycled away, and no one could do anything to stop him. And we all went, "Oh, maybe we should do that." Why didn't you do that? Because I didn't have a bike and didn't know where we were and thought if I was escaping with all of my recording equipment and guitar, walking down a live train track surrounded by police officers, I probably wouldn't make it to the gig. Whereas I thought if I stayed on the train, I had a higher percentage chance of making it to the show. And who, you know where that cyclist is now? Dead. No, I don't know. <laughs> oh, right, no, that's fair. Um, they, uh, so it, it was very good. There was, there, was, there was a lovely old woman who was sat next to me. How old? Um, I'd say 150, <laughs> who who kept asking if her ticket would be um, valid for her journey onwards from crew because she'd miss her connection. And the woman in charge very kindly said to her, love, we're far beyond tickets being imported at this stage. <laughs> okay. um, and uh, we helped her. Everyone got out of the train and we had to all walk. Did she survive to the end of the... She survived to the end, but she did miss her connection to her walking holiday in the Lake District, which she was fucking livid about. <laughs> was she really? Oh, really not. Happy. Fair enough. Yeah. So, what did? What, where, where was she going? She was going to meet Alan, her husband. I assume just from the base of how they talk to each other. Um, in that he was picking her up from her connection from crew that I imagine went somewhere near the Lake District. And Alan was quite upset that she was going to be late, and she was quite upset with Alan for being Alan. Sure. Um, and it wasn't easy on anyone. And they don't have any windows on the train. It wasn't one of those ones with windows, so it was very hot. Um, but it was also snowing outside. Oh, right, okay. um, so it was it was a very strange set of events. Um, all the while, I didn't have any signal or battery and was trying to contact you. Luckily, you were late because my train stopped all trains in the area. Um, and then you uh, you made it to the show about 45 minutes before we started, did the sound check on your own. I made it about nine minutes before we were due yep. on stage. And then... Uh, Neither of us had any time to rehearse. We walked on stage. You told everyone that Philip killed Diana, and then I we did, went from there. I, I did start the show with that. Well, I wanted to create an atmosphere. Uh, of, of sort of fear, yeah. <laughs> I just discussed the fact, because we were talking, we, we on this show... We, He's dead, by the way. Philip. Yes, I'm not sure if you read that um, months ago. <laughs> oh, no, no. She's dead, too. What? Diana. Diana, yeah. yeah. But he killed her. Yeah. No, I don't know if he killed her, but I think he did. Yeah. Um, I just made that for legal reasons. Yeah. I... It, yeah. Like, I'm not saying Prince Philip killed Diana. That would be libel. Yeah. But he did. Yeah. <laughs> and as long as you... What is it? As long as you also comment on the quality of it, then it's parody or something, isn't it? Or you talk about it for under 30 seconds. Well, it's too late now. You can shut up. Oh, shut shit. up. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I've always thought that Philip killed Diana. I just didn't say anything until he died in case he came for me. Yeah, that's fair. He's that's always awesome. been out for you. He's that's got two fine. He's got two dartboards on the back of that door. One's got Diana on it and one's got you on it. Yeah, but he's dead now, so I'm yeah. safe. My, it's pi like... my picture's crumpled in the bin. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, it's a bit like Salman Rushdie's fatwa. Yeah, which I, yeah. Which was lifted because the guy who put the fatwa on him died. Right. So you either... What's you, a fatwa? A fatwa is like a sort of, um, it's when, uh, I think it's a, it's it's a sort of, uh, it, it, it's when you say, uh, uh, you if you, it's like saying this person has to die. So everyone who follows that person, the person who issues the fatwa, um, will, would kill Salman Rushdie. Is it an acronym? No, it's like, it's, I think it's from Arabic. Oh, wow, it's a, okay. It's, a, it's from a, a branch of a rather 
scary branch of Islam. Right, okay, okay, so a fatwa, all right. So do, do I have any? You don't have any. Are you sure? But Salman Rushdie wrote, you know Salman Rushdie wrote a book, called, it doesn't matter, about the satanic verses. Yes. And then... then and then that was the thing that, that encouraged the fatwa. Well, it encouraged someone to, to issue a fatwa. Right, okay. We and had a fatwa once. We did not. Oh, okay. <laughs> we did not. We oh. once had a cease and desist letter from Ed Sheeran. Right. That's very uh, different. That's very, very different. Very okay. Different. We, we, we'll, we'll talk about that another day. Anyway, look, um, how is your mental health? Oh, dreadful. How's yours? <laughs> just straight let's up. Get, let's get right in. I'm, I'm done with all the arming and ahhing about it now. I'm just, I'm, 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 a, I'm, I'm a renegade. You're not a renegade. I'm a renegade. Are you? Yeah, I'm a loose cannon. Are you? What do you ren? What do you wow, reneg? <laughs> no, it's it's really bad, isn't it? Because it's um 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 we're not in the lockdown anymore. It, no, not not. I'm physically. still very mentally there. Right. Um, you know, sort of. Uh, I I'm now sort of. Uh, I'm not as happy with leaving home anymore, or 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 seeing any anyone. How do you? How do you deal with that? Poorly, I'd say on the whole. Um, but you know, I had you know lots of the, the, got all the therapy and all the all those bits, and How we're is back therapy? on tour. Therapy's interesting mm. um, because uh, it's very difficult. And also, here's an interesting thing about therapy. Um, uh, did you know? No, I had um, a number of different therapists for a very long time. Steve, the therapist. Steve, Steve. Steve's brother, Steve. Steve's brother, Steve. <laughs> I had lots of different therapists. And what I couldn't work out was whether it wasn't right for me, because there's lots of different types. Yes. And there's lots of different, you know, and when you look at these people's websites or their things, it always says, oh, I'm an expert in Gestalt. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which I always thought was just an episode of Red Dwarf. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they were, and, and all this sort of thing. And then you go, now, do I not enjoy this type of therapy, not like this therapist? Yeah. Or am I being resistant to doing therapy whatsoever? And trying to work out those... all of them. It's probably all three of them. But each session, I did quite a lot of free therapy, which was good. And then uh, that... When you say free therapy, you mean that it was... uh, It cost nothing, not free therapy like free jazz. Oh, no, exactly. (laughs) Where you sort of like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they they just kept clicking. There's no rules to it. (laughs) Yes. Are you in love with your dad? What? (laughs) What? (laughs) No, I did a lot of subsidised charitable therapy, I guess you would call it. And then... um, uh, and then I now I'm having to sort of find a, a personal therapist, and uh, that has been a very expensive task. And so okay. when you're paying for it, you're also like, oh fuck! I if I if this isn't right for me, I've just lost sixty quid. Well, it is. It can't be. I don't think it's going to be wrong. I think you need to sort of stop thinking about it in such black and white terms. Like you're not going to go to therapy and be cured. No. In a minute. No. Like you're always going to be you. Oh, and God. <laughs> that's nothing, and that's but that's a good thing. Yes, and therapy is going to gradually help you deal with things. Mm. And there's so many things to deal with. Not, I don't mean just because you have had a lot of issues. I mean, like for everyone, there's so many things that, that gradually, hopefully, a few of them will drop off, and there'll be fewer things, fewer balls to juggle emotionally. Yeah, and nothing's going to fix something. There's no kind of there's no pill. No, that 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 cures it and you know therapy is an ongoing process and it's not like it'll be good or bad you have to to separate it from the fact that yes it costs money yeah but you need to sort of set that aside well everything costs money you have to do it yes um it's it's a shitter that you have to pay for it Mm. it it really is but you have to just be like well i'm doing this and, and i'm 
I'm hoping something good will come of it, but I'm not going to think about it. I'm just going to start doing it. Well, a good takeaway from these sort of multitude of, of first sessions I've had is I was speaking to one of our friends about it and they said, well, the first ep- the first episode? No, the first uh, session isn't therapy. No. It's sort of um, it's sort of when you're circling each other in a duel. You know, you're like, I don't think that's what they said. But like, you know, you're, you're, you're size, they're sizing you up to be like, right, yeah. how can I help this person? And you're yeah, going, yeah. am I, okay, yeah, how am I going to... Yeah, the metaphor is... No, no, yeah, it's like... So you know when sumos do the thing with their sure. legs? I mean, therapy shouldn't ever feel like a bullfight. No. But Does that, it? But yes, but that first session each then time. I think the answer is yes, you are resisting. Yes, I am. No, very, <laughs> very much so. the questions you had earlier. But like, I'm obviously not go- expecting to go in and, and be, and, and it'd be like, oh, that was great, and now I'm fine. But I think I got spooked by the first one that I paid right, for. Okay. I won't say the, the name of the therapist because I'm sure they're very, very good. Brilliant. But they were very despondent. And I was like, oh, maybe this is good. Maybe that means they're very good. And he was quite an old man um, who didn't seem to understand sort of anything. Okay. Um, about about you know anything I talked about. What were you talking about? Oh, you know, I was talking about TikTok and like. <laughs> what <were> you? No, <laughs> like, no, but he, he just I don't know. He 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 treated me with like a healthy distance, I would say, and he we spent an hour chatting on Zoom, and uh, he didn't really say anything uh, for the hour. He just sort of waited for me to say more things, and then at the end he went, right. So when you sign up for a contract. Uh, with me as a therapist. And I went, oh, a contract. And he goes, yes, yeah, we enter into an agreement because we have to, you know, we, we have to trust each other and build a working relationship as, as to, you know, learn about each other. Um, he was like, so I get paid on the final day of every month, sessions are, uh, once a week. Um, I take Christmas and Easter off. Um, so you need to know that before you send me my first paycheck. And I said, okay. Um, and how long, I was like, just out of interest, how long traditionally do you think this will take? I'm not saying how long is it to cure me or anything like that. And he said, typically I take on clients on a five to ten year basis. Yeah. And that then scared me because in my head I went, well, this has been 70 quid. And of course I immediately jumped to numbers in my head, which is because I think I was trying to find a reason to protect myself other than admitting that I was very scared about doing this. And I went, right, well, that's okay. That's nearly 300 quid a month. And that's then going to be, okay, so that's £3,600 a year. He's taking Christmas off, I guess. So, And I was like, oh, and that's 10 years. That's 36 grand. And uh, that's yeah, yeah. money I don't and won't ever have. Um, well, yes, but I mean, like, you know... It, it... <laughs> And uh, and so and, and so, you know, you so I hit him. Sure, but you don't have to give him thirty six grand that week. Well, no, but that was funny because that's what he then asked for. No, I, no, I know, but like that was the thing that I was like, oh well, I obviously can't ever do this, and this is terrible. Um, and then I looked at cheaper alternatives, and I was like, oh, everyone, oh, every podcast I listen to has a sort of horrible jingle that says, why don't you go on Better Help? And I was like, oh, I was going to give maybe a look at Better Help, and it's like, oh, it's only twenty quid an hour for some of these. And I was yeah. like, now is that is that a sign that maybe? They were like, sometimes you don't even need to show up. You just you just text us and say say how you're feeling, and we'll text you back. And I was like, oh, I do that. I do that already with quite a lot of the free services and stuff like that. And I've heard a lot of people had quite um, differing opinions of BetterHelp, and that's good. Some people love it, and it's really good for them. And some people have been like, this was awful, and my therapist hit on me. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's right. not great. Yeah. Um, and so, I, I don't know, I've tried a lot of different avenues, and then there was one person that got recommended to me. I also won't say their name, but it was a ther- there was a therapist who didn't have time to see me. And I had been recommended. They said, look, I think he'll be really good for you. It's this guy. I know him. He's a friend. He lives locally to you, so also sessions will be really easy. Uh, here's his website. And I went on his website, an awful lot of pictures of elephants, like on savannas, looking very serene, and lots of sort of 
um, lots of elephants with sunsets behind them. Every page had a different elephant with a different sunset and went on about the serenity you'll find. And I was like, I think this guy's entire process is built around elephants. And I'm not sure I'm ready to commit to this man for £60 a week. Right. If he's going to be like, just be at one with the savannah. Yeah. You know? And, and you're, you're still very sad about your mother's death. Have you, yeah. have you, have you, seen this elephant? Have you ever considered <laughs> elephants as maybe a cure? I mean, I don't think, yeah. I, mean, I maybe- don't think I'm very floaty with therapy. I don't want someone to sort of, you know, but you didn't really. I mean, uh, did you get in touch with this person? No, because I thought he's oh, going to be all fucking weird. <laughs> what you delayed my life? I don't know. Do you not sometimes get a bit icky about the sort of spiritual side of therapy? Sometimes I know it works for some people, but I often get a bit. I saw a therapist. I think I might have talked about this on the podcast before, so I'll do it briefly. Um, this was about six or seven years ago. He got recommended to me. He was fucking expensive and a friend of mine offered to pay for a session with him saying i think you really need to see this man he needs to do it now sessions are two hours i'll pay for your first one see how it goes and i went to his house he had an awful lot of shisha pipes and wall hangings um and he was quite an old dude i think he used to be a musician and um he was really nice to talk to for a bit we didn't really get anything done and then at the end he said you know what i think you should do he said what and he said I do these vision quests. And I went, okay. And he went, we just go to the woods, you, me, couple of guys, couple of friends, build some fires, talk about our feelings, smoke some peyote. And we just, we just like follow our, our spirit animal. And I was like, ah, no, I, no, my spirit animal is just a smaller version of me who's very sad. Um, <laughs> um, and he was like, it's great. We go every, you know, every couple of months. We just take a load of drugs and it's very expensive. Um, I mean, you've had some unusual experiences. Yeah. That's not common. No. My therapist, again, I won't, I won't say her name, but she's a wonderful, she's a, 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 a woman who lives in North London in her, I think I would guess, early 60s, mm-hmm. um, who uh, has a, a had a family and then decided she got more and more interested in this train became a um, a therapist and works with a company. And right. I got contacted. I, I contacted the company off a recommendation and said, this is the situation. This is what I went through as a kid. I'm really struggling to deal with um, my... I'm really struggling to deal with it because this was when I, I just had my daughter. And I said, I'm sort of getting... I'm really struggling with... I was, I was abused as a child Um and now I am a dad and I'm really struggling to marry, trying to be a good parent with how much pain I'm in. Mm. And I was recommended this person. Uh, she's incredible. She's never offered me drugs. No, not once. Or <laughs> she's just been very... So I've been very fortunate. Yeah. And I know it is a tricky thing to find that relationship that works for you. Mm. But I think you also need to go in with slightly more... I mean, I think the, the, the thing is, is that it's not free. And that is really problematic. Like, mm. I think all healthcare should be free at point of service. I think mm. that's something that I believe fundamentally. I know I'm a socialist and there are people who aren't, and God bless them, but they're wrong. But I do think all healthcare should be free at point of service, and that should include counselling and um, therapy and, uh, and and all uh, all of these things. That but operation where you get your shins extended. I don't... What? what? Mm. Mm-hmm-hmm. It was an odd time to take a sip, I'm aware of that, but that's a thing that some people do to get taller. You can get a leg extension operation. Can you, are you trying to... You, deflect, yes. Yeah, but, but you're also, are you trying to deflect us away from us talking about mental health issues, or are you trying to deflect away from the idea of socialised healthcare yeah, by keep, suggesting keeping people... Keeping it light. <laughs> <laughs> and 
Anyway, look, the point is I've, I've been seeing her for four years and we, we, uh, I, I used to see her every single week. I've now sort of reduced that to maybe more like once a fortnight. Right. That's not unusual. So I'm starting to, I deal with my life so much better. It's mm. worked really well for me in combination with a number of other lifestyle changes. And I also take antidepressants. Um, I, I think it's very hard to separate the fact that this is costing you money and you are not rich. Mm. But you have to find a way to put that into a different part of your mind. Mm. It has to have no, you know, and I don't know how you can do that. The way I would recommend the best thing to do would be to set aside the money for a year mm. of therapy and just think of it as like that. Or just think, well, I, I have to pay for this in the same way that I have to pay for my rent. Mm. Like it is just a given. Yeah. Um, and that money's already spent in mm. your head. I know that's really hard when you're living sort of hand to mouth. Yeah, sure. But, um, it, it is a kind of, it's sad that you have to put those two things together, but you can't be thinking about that in any part of it for the process to work. Because it, yeah, because it just does, it becomes another one of the factors that works against you, against you actually doing it and also putting your all into it. Because I think the other thing that struck me was like, I think it's, I don't know if you find this as well. It takes me quite a long time to build up to something and a very short amount of time to feel like it hasn't worked or be shot down. Sure. Yeah, I totally understand. And I think I think I remember talking to you about. um, Do you remember when I got put in touch with uh, that therapy centre in North London, and they booked me in for an appointment, and I was quite excited about it because I was like, "Fuck, I've done it! I finally contacted this place, and I've done it, and all this kind of thing." And then uh, I I joined the Zoom link, and no one came. And then I emailed them, uh, and and no one responded. So I called them. And they said, no, there are no appointments in for today. And I said, oh, have I got it wrong? And they said, what's your name? And I said, oh, my name's Paddy Jervis. And they went, oh, no, that was cancelled. I said, ah, you didn't tell me. And they went, oh, we don't know why. Hang on, let me speak to the director. And she called back half an hour ago and went, ah, I spoke to the director. Turns out we just can't help you. And I was like, oh. And she was like, yeah, you need to find someone else. And I was like, you really should have told me that. And they were like, yeah, sorry, miscommunication crosswise, but we're, we're not right for you. And I was like, but I did this two-hour you know what did questionnaire they give, did they give you a reason um they just said they didn't that basically they said on that call they just didn't think they could help and i was like right so then i decided i was like well that was a fucking disaster and i didn't you know and i thought about it a lot but i didn't do anything about it for about two weeks and i told my friend rachel and she was like that's fucking awful well it is that you is need to terrible. email them and ask some clarification and i emailed them and told them how i was feeling and then they said oh sorry you, you spoke to someone who didn't really know what was going on. Actually, we think that you'd benefit from these t- different kinds of therapy, which we don't offer here. This was meant to be relayed to you. I'm sure. sorry about the language that was used. And you are very sensitive to this conversation. I, I'm not I'm not trying to gaslight you in any way. I'm really not. But this conversation may have been gentler than you remember it. I've got the emails, Johnny. No, no, but like the conversations you had with them when they said, this is, we can't help you. Mm. You... I, I, often you'll say things like that and we'll look back over letters and it'll be like, it was a, obviously that was the crux of what they were saying, but mm. perhaps they weren't quite as cutthroat as it seems yes, and in my, to you yeah, because yeah. you are a very sensitive person, which is totally fine. Mm. But in my head, I think I'm, it's very easy for me to be uh, knocked back yeah. and start to think, oh, well, fuck all of this, you know, and I think I'm getting better at it though. We're all getting better or worse. Mm. <laughs> Who knows? All right, look, how... Um, Shall we? We're going to head over in a moment to the other half of our 
the way this this works is we we record our podcast, and then we immediately go and record our Patreon only podcast. We have to pay for yes. Um, and if you can't afford to, that's totally fine. We we it's just more chat. Yeah. Um, but if it's a way of supporting us and a way of us keeping going, the idea of this was to make sure that it was always free, and we always did a chat. And I know that because we tour them, lots of people come up to us um, saying how helpful they found these podcasts and how useful it is to hear people talking about their mental health. And also, they're hopefully funny. It's not been as funny today as it sometimes is. Yeah. But um, that's fine. Um, but uh, yes, if you want to support us, go to Patreon com forward slash Johnny and the Baptists, I think. That sounds right. Or yeah. just Google it. Or Google it. Yeah. Um, do you want to do one minute of like hard hitting comedy to like, you know, really get everyone like show that it can be Yeah, okay, we'll do the sketch. Okay, we'll do okay. the sketch. Alright, you start. Hello <laughs> I've come to buy some guns. Get out <laughs> See that's just an example, just an example of, sort of, of what we can do. You know, and um <laughs> I've got I've got my really good song. Yeah. Um ba it's never been easy being locked in a fridge. Please let me out. No! Please let me out. I'm cold! I'm very tired of being locked in, in this fridge. fridge. I preferred it when I was stuck inside the oven. <laughs> I'd rather be stuck in a fridge than an oven. Oh, definitely. Would survive more? Do you, well, depends on what kind of oven. And that's just some some of the gold. Some of the gold you can come to expect. But yes, it's been very serious this week. But that's all good. Now next week, yes, uh, there will... <laughs> we've got we've got we've got Linford Col- Christie, Linford- <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to talk about his running. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, next week we'll have yet another new theme tune. Yes. And if you got what the theme tune, uh, what happens is Paddy records a bit of music and I improvise something over the top. <laughs> and at the end of the third. 13 week series we'll do a vote yeah and then next series we'll have that we'll one. combine we'll all combine 13 all of them over the top it'll be cacophonous hell um i've been johnny i've been paddy what the <laughs> fuck was that i'm finishing in a kind of oh, good okay. morning with richard and uh, judy we should probably me. come up with a sign-off well what? like um I, you know, like, I'm unhappy and he is too. You know, or like... That's uh, not from that. It's like, um, well, we, what does um, Fraser Crane say? He said, thank you for listening. Thank you. Good. This has been the radio. No, he says good good evening and Niles. good mental... No, <laughs> he says good mental health. Did he say that? Yeah. Oh. Fraser's well, a great show. Well, that means that, that one's already been taken. So okay. what you've given is an example of what we can't do. Okay, well, we could say... Fraser has left the building. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs.